From Grain to Glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. This is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Yeah, they say that about us all the time. We just really want validation from our moms, guys. Mom. Mom, please. Please listen. She says it all the time. It doesn't hurt that much. That's not true. Every once in a while, she's like, I'm proud of you. No, she doesn't say that. Man, my mom doesn't say that. My mom doesn't either, man. I don't know. I tell my mom I'm going to record podcasts, and she's like, what's that? And then I explain it to her every time, and then she doesn't know the next time. My mom says, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> I don't know, mom. Why can't you be more like your brother? Oh, no. <laughs> Be successful and have a career. Mom! <laughs> no, she doesn't say that. I'm the favorite. <laughs> uh, I laugh because it's true. <laughs> My brother is the favorite. Which one? The successful brother? Yeah, not the one in prison. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> well, he's not really successful. He doesn't have a career. He doesn't know what he's doing when he grows up. Oh, okay. But well, he's married now. He's, he's married. That. Oh, that's right. <laughs> then your mama can get grandbabies. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They don't plan to have kids, it sounds like. So my dad's real mad because <laughs> neither <laughs> of us plan to have kids. <laughs> Who's going to carry on the Roland name? <laughs> there needs to be another Rick. It's not going to be me, man. <laughs> yeah, you already resolved that situation. I made, I made that decision long before my brother did, so it's on him now. <laughs> He was supposed to be the carrier. All right, man. What have you been up to beer-wise? We should should probably talk about beer on the beer show, especially Um, if it's the best beer show. Not a ton beer-wise. I got really excited because I found that I still had one of our tropical stouts in my fridge. Yeah. Did you drink it? Not yet. I'll bring it here and we can drink it together. You better fucking bring that here. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, there's actually four of them. What's that? Sand? You found sand in your glass? In winter? In winter. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so we're going to switch glasses up here. But yeah, I, uh, I have uh, four tropical stouts. The well, tropical paradox. That's going to be awesome. Because I brought, I remembered that when we had a bunch and were frivolous with them, I brought them to my roommate to try. And then he didn't try them? I think he had one. But then I think we forgot about them because they got pushed to the back as more beer got in. Yeah, I understand so I was that problem. Cleaning out the fridge, and I was like, "Oh, oh, oh my god!" And I got real excited. And now he doesn't get to try them because we're out here. And yep, we're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take them. That is ours. Yep. Now they. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we yeah. were generous with them, and then we were, and we then ran out, and then we were like, we should not have been so generous. Well, <laughs> I when I when I had that uh, like that get rid of beer slash packer party. Uh, a couple of people showed up just to drink tropical stout, mm-hmm. but we didn't have any, uh, and they just about just turned around and left. <laughs> I was like, "How about some porter? <laughs> we have other things. <laughs> well, it's not tropical stout or cream ale or Australian <laughs> sparkling ale." <laughs> yeah, I wish I would have found some of those. <laughs> I don't know. Tropical stout's a pretty good consolation prize. It is. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's. Anything else, man? Anything else beer-wise? That's about it. Um, Oh, I talked to Spencer about mead. He's got a few going in the basement now. Oh, yeah? When's he going to... 
brings him down to do a little talk ski. I don't know. Him. I I should. I he I asked him if he wanted to come tonight, uh, but uh, he has to work early in the morning, oh, okay. so he's going to bed. But understandable. Um, I don't know. He's he he'll come talk about it. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and we love talking him. about other other fermented things. Yeah. So. Well, it was fun when he talked about the meads before. Yeah. And so. We'll have him back. He's got another couple of batches coming up here in the next month. So we'll get him back down here in a, when once some of those are done. Yeah. Um cool, man. I uh let's see, beer wise. I went to Barrel Theory. I don't think I've talked about that yet. I don't think um, so. Yeah, I went to Barrel Theory. Oh well, last time we recorded I was pretty tired. You yeah. guys will never hear that episode because it wasn't <laughs> even an episode. It was ten minutes of us talking before I'm like, oh, again, I'm in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, no. So I went to Barrel Theory. Really, really cool. Um, X uh, X Surly Brewers. Um, mm-hmm. They uh, they opened up a lot of IPAs, like very like cutting edge IPAs. So they they had like. Some really juicy northeastern styles. <laughs> they had some uh, and some west coast styles, and then they had like a sour and a stout. Not a whole lot of variety. No, um, but good, good nonetheless. Uh, right on. It was it was good to go and finally check it out and see what what was what. Then uh, we went down to not not in, not ah oh, shit St. Paul uh, Tin Whiskers. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, Tin Whiskers. I think is that where you went? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Tin Whiskers is St. Paul. Yeah, <laughs> it was Tin Whiskers. I'm, I'm, You're looking at me like, was that it? No, it, it was there. more like, that's the direction I was thinking, so that's where I was or <laughs> looking, so that's where I was thinking. Yeah, we went to Tin Whiskers, had some pizza, uh, drank a bunch of beers. It was a good time. Had some really good pizza, had some solid beer. They, mm. they had more of a traditional lineup, a lot of uh, good, awesome stuff. Awesome. Yeah, hang on one second. All right, besides, you know, brewery hopping, uh, beer-wise, not not a whole lot. Didn't brew this weekend, took the weekend off because we were up, we were a little ahead. Yeah. uh, And did some just hanging out with some people and just kind of relaxing all weekend. It's a good break. It was. It was really Mm -hmm. needed. And then I'm not brewing again this upcoming weekend because I'm going to be in Orlando. So I have two weeks off. Oh, is this your conference thing? Yeah. For work? Yep, my my conference where I don't just sit at a cabana and drink all day. That's not what happens at all. <laughs> so I learn a lot about what do I do? Programming. That's what I <laughs> That's what it's for. Yes. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, so just just kind of chilling, uh waiting for some beers to carb up. I got a bunch uh I'm I'm going to do some kegging tomorrow. Uh, get the pumpkin ale in a keg and see what we can kind of do there. Because I got to open up fermenter space because when I get back, I'm doing that double batch of Saison. Then uh, diving into just a bunch of beers Thanksgiving weekend, I'm going to try to knock mm-hmm. out four or five and just really, you know, hit it hard. So going into December, we're way caught up. Righteous. It's going to be a blast. Also, working on, I'm hoping, like, we're having we're having a few brewers on uh, the Department of Offense coming up, and I'm gonna see if I can kind of sneak them into Homebrew Bound, maybe we can, as well. Nice. If, yeah, if we can make that work, recording wise, that'd be great. We gotta figure out our schedules. So yeah, that'd be awesome if we could get that in there and 
Mm, have some professional brewers help us make a recipe. Beer. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Be a lot of fun. All right, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, a couple of our listeners. Uh, first, uh, uh, Hunter, who sent us those awesome Berliner vices. Remember that? That's my um, shout out. Right, uh, he won, or he he pulled out an epic second in his first homebrew competition uh, with our tropical stout recipe. Oh, yeah, he modified it a little bit uh, using some mango adjunct adjunct because that like it was a mango competition so he added okay. some mango to our tropical stout oh and he was the only second. one with a stout there right <laughs> <laughs> well that's awesome yeah so congratulations hunter uh, we love we'll love hearing about your guys's uh, uh exploits in the brewing world so yeah, that's great. yeah keep, keep that stuff coming and the mango in there sounds amazing that sounds like a good idea yeah it yeah. really does um and then uh, Rich Harrison has been repping us on other uh, like forums and stuff, like you know, throwing throwing the homebrew bound name Ooh, out there. So Rich, just want to give a you guy. A, give you a shout out. And apparently, his best friend lives in River Falls. Really? Yeah. Where does he live? Uh, he lives in. He's from uh, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Well, that is a coincidence because if it's like <laughs> he lives in Hudson, but his best friend happens to live in River Falls, it'd be like, yeah, well. But yeah, he lives in Georgia. That's a big difference. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> a little bit of a difference there. Well, so. thanks for the for the for the shout outs there, Rich. Yeah. And what you're doing. Uh yeah. So if you guys wanna like contact us, you can do that uh through our Facebook page, obviously, uh at uh, Facebook.com slash blinder studios, or uh shoot us an email at feedback at blinder studios. Uh if you guys have any brewing questions or whatever, we also answer those throughout the week. So Yeah. No, uh, it's great to hear out. from you guys. Like even just little things like that. Yeah. Like, we like hearing from you. Yeah, well, it makes it feel like we're not shouting into the void. Yeah, which yeah, we is get some, nice. we get some, uh, some reciprocation back. It keeps us excited. Yeah. So, and I, I'm excited anytime we hear from a listener. Oh, me too. It's, it's fun. Well, the best part is Matt saw it before I did because it came the the rich one came in on Sunday and I was like busy doing the quote game and stuff uh-huh. like that, like just getting ready for our our fifth anniversary of DOO. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Right. Uh, and then like Matt brought it up during the show and I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> so like, don't you look at our Facebook page? Well, yeah. Usually. Usually, apparently, I missed one. I'm sorry. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, well, that's great. Yeah. All right. Rich we and should, Hunter, good dudes. Yeah, we should probably talk about whatever beer we're doing, huh? We can, yeah. I mean, we could, we could just shoot the shit for a while, too, man. That's yeah, fine, too. Like, the whole time. Just not just, ever talk about beer. Yeah. I, I, I feel like we would love it. We, <laughs> we might lose listeners that way. <laughs> like, oh, you know, I tuned in for a beer show, and they didn't talk about beer at all. Uh, it's like I was listening to the session or something. <laughs> they, just, <laughs> they just patted themselves on the back the whole time. <laughs> I guess I'm okay with that, but... Because <laughs> they're awesome and the best. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right, uh, category 26B, uh, Belgian Double. It's in the Trappist Ale category. Uh, we are trying one of the commercial styles uh, that is... Yes, uh, well, we don't, have, uh, we don't have a beer of our own to taste. No, which, no, uh, we do which not. Which we need to tell them. I don't want to. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're, you're jumping to the later part of the show than normal, because normally we'll try one of our own beers before this. 
Oh, that's so we don't, true. We don't have one. We don't have one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We do not have. One. We don't have one ready to try. Yeah. So that's that's why we're jumping. You know, into uh, we we technically do have two ready to try, but they're they just got into the kegerator today. Yeah. So they need they need some time. So next 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 episode, next episode, not next 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 episode, just one next. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> <laughs> Are you having a stroke, Casey? Yep. Next 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 next. My programming skipped a beat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so next episode we'll have some beers to try. Yep. This we'll one have we gotta let to try. We gotta let them settle down. We gotta we gotta trickle them out. They're pretty excited. <laughs> They're very excited. <laughs> it's a problem. Uh yeah, so we're jumping into the Belgian Double, which is what we'll be brewing Double. next. So Yes. Um uh, well, yeah. Next dish. Yeah. Well that's we're it's the style we're talking about to brew. Yes. Yeah. Alright, uh, so we are uh, drinking the Trappist uh, Roquefort 6, which is the mm. uh, commercial example that is recommended. Yeah. So I always like it when, we, when we're able to try. I do too. I like it when we get to when try the, what they have listed on here. Yep. Alright, so overall impression, uh, a deep reddish copper, moderately strong, multi-complex Trappist ale with rich malty flavors, dark or dried fruit esters, and light alcohol blended together in a malty presentation <clears throat> that still finishes fairly dry. So, looking at the... Yeah. 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 Let's see how she goes. Let's talk about aroma. Uh, complex, rich, sweet, malty aroma, possibly with hints of chocolate, caramel, and or toast, but never roasted or burnt aromas. Moderate fruity esters, usually including raisins and plums, sometimes also dried cherries. Esters sometimes include banana or apple. Banana. Bananas sometimes allowed. Banana. Spicy phenols and higher alcohols are common. May include light clove and spice, peppery, rose-like, and or perfumey notes. Spicy qualities can be moderately moderate to very low. Alcohol, if present, is soft and never hot or solventy. Low to no spice. No, low to no spicy, herbal, or floral hop aroma typically absent. The malt is the most prominent in the balance with esters and a touch of alcohol in support, blending f- together for a harmonious presentation. I have the wrong glass and it is yeah, causing me some aroma issues. Yeah. I'm going to be right back. Alright, proper mm. glassware has been obtained. I can actually <laughs> smell something now. Hmm. I like it. It smells nice. Okay, I get caramel and toffee. Caramel? Picking up toffee? Not really. No, no. I'm picking up the fruity esters. Yeah. Raisins and cherries. That's what I was just going to say. Raisins and cherries is definitely the fruit that I'm picking up. Yeah, like a... I don't smell any alcohol. None of that. Holy cherries, Batman. Like, yeah. It's quite a bit of cherry. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of cherry. It's like a malty cherry, a little bit of raisin. Uh, oh, you know what? It's uh, like uh, those... Uh, we always get them for my grandma around Christmas. They're like, uh, like Queen Anne cherries or whatever. You know, like the chocolate cover yeah. shell with the cherry in the middle? Yeah. I can see that, yeah. 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 Smells nice. Yeah, oh, it's a good smell. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, Definitely. I like the smell. Yeah, and I th- so I think yeah, this one obviously hits. Yeah, as it right. should because it's a commercial example. Appearance: dark amber to copper in color, with <clears throat> large with a attractive reddish depth of color. Generally clear, large, dense, and long-lasting, creamy off-white head. Clear. Darkish, darker copper. It's a dark copper. I don't know, man. I feel like uh, this definitely has uh, an attractive reddish depth of color. Yeah, it's copper with that attractive reddish depth of color. (laughs) I love the guys who write these. Yeah. I want to interview one of them. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> we should. We should sometime. Um, it does have that long-lasting, creamy off-white head. Yeah. I, uh, you poured yours twice, so you I, I've poured you it three it. times now. Three times. Or yeah, not, you no, yeah. twice. Twice. Um, mine still has the head, though. I'm going to get it back. And I poured this a little while ago. <laughs> you, can, you can hear that in the mic. It's sparkling. Okay. Enough of that. Perfect. Flavor. Similar qualities as aroma. Rich, complex, medium to medium full, rich, sweet malt flavor on the palate, yet finishes moderately dry. Complex malt, ester, and alcohol phenol interplay. Raisiny flavors are common. Dried fruit flavors are welcome. Clove or pepper spiciness is optional. Balance is always toward the malt. Medium low bitterness that doesn't persist into the aftertaste. Low spicy floral or herbal hop flavor is optional and not usually present. Mm-hmm. Get a sip on that. Yeah. So I feel like my palate is primed for English beers right now because we, we tried some of the, the yeah. bitter. Because I'm picking up like caramel, uh, a little like... Man, it I like I keep wanting to go to toffee, but I know it's not toffee. But like my my brain's like, no, you just had English, then it's toffee. No, it's yeah. it's it's caramel. Um a little bit of that cherries in there. Yeah. Uh like almost there's like a like a dark caramel for lack of a better word, like a like a caramel that's been cooked just a little bit too long in there. Yeah. I'm getting that caramel. Um Mhm. There's the caramel, um, and the aftertaste is quite a bit of that dried cherry flavor. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of alcohol warming, but it's not... Not um, overwhelming at all. Yeah. There's not a lot of alcohol flavor, just kind of pleasantly warm. No, there's a, just a lot of... Uh, but this is a also lot of like 7.5%. Huge, sweet flavor right up front, and it dries out nicely and leaves you with this, just this nice fruitiness. Yeah. And it's not like a sweet fruitiness that it leaves. It's like more of that like dried cherry character yeah. that I get. Yeah. Very, huh. very nice. And I'm not picking up like a whole lot of esters. No. I didn't get much for esters at all. Like, it's not super Belgian-y. No. Which I enjoy. Yeah. No, this this tastes real good. I, I like the, the six. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, mouthfeel. Medium full body, medium high carbonation, which can influence the perception of body, low alcohol warmth, smooth, never hot or solventy. Well, that's exactly what this beer is. Oh, it's not making any noise anymore. I may have flattened it. Nope. 
Yours, yours is not good. No. Mine makes the crinklies. <laughs> um, this one just hits all of that. Yeah, it does. Like, all together. It's medium full body. It's medium high carbonation. And sort of low alcohol warmth. It has that alcohol warmth, subtle, but it's warming. And it's not hot or solventy, so it's perfect there. Um, so let's talk about some comments. Um, most commercial examples are in the 6.5 to 7% ABV range, traditionally bottle-conditioned or re-fermented in the bottle. Uh, no, there's an emphasis on there. It's re-fermented in the bottle. Or re-fermented in, in the, the bottle. bottle. Uh, okay. Well, I, mean, I mean, it's in italics for a reason. That. It's that. This one's a little higher in the 7.5% is where this one's at, but uh, there you have it. History. <clears throat> Originated at monasteries in the Middle Ages and was revived in the mid-1800s after the Napoleonic era. All right. That is all the history you get. That's not a lot of history. But I feel like there's more history to this beer. I feel like you could have done more than a sentence. <laughs> but that's what you got. Well, they, the they, Middle Ages. They, they spent all of their uh, creative power on attractive reddish depth of color. Yeah. Yeah, they really got it there. <laughs> that's about it. All right, let's go through some characteristic ingredients. Um, we've got Belgian yeast strains prone to production of higher alcohols. Esters and phenolics are commonly used. Impression of complex grain bill, although tradition, traditional versions are typically Belgian pills malt with caramelized sugar syrup or other unrefined sugars providing much of the character. Sazer type, English type, or Styrian Golding hops commonly used. No spices are traditionally used, although restrained use is allowable. Background strength only. Yeah, I don't think I'd want any spices in this. No, this is great how it is. Yeah. With, with none of the spices. So that's great. Um, we'll run through here. Style comparison should not be as malty as a Bach and should not have crystal malt type sweetness. Similar in strength and balance as a Belgian blonde, but with a richer malt and ester profile. Less strong and intense as a Belgian dark strong ale. So there you got her. There Shouldn't you go. Should be malty like a bot. Vital statistics. Vital statistics. This is a good part. Uh, IBUs, 15 to 25. And SRM, 10 to 17. An OG of 1062 to 1075. Final gravity should be 1008 to 1018. And an ABV of 6.0 to 7.6. I wonder if they stretched that ABV up just to include this beer specifically. I feel like they did. I'm, like they they're like, all right, this is seven point five. Let's say seven point six. Well, I mean, but look at look at the comments. Most commercial examples are in the six to ha six and a half to seven ABV range. Right. They're like, eh, what about this one? <laughs> but uh, Rashford six is seven point five, so let's just say seven point six is the max. <laughs> but that's good. It gives us a little bit of range to work with. So some commercial examples that we've got are, and prepare for me to butcher most of these because I do this not. This is my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> these are foreign words. So, Affligem Double Chimay Premiere Corzendonk Potter. 
Peter, uh, Grim Grimbergen Double. <laughs> you struggled a lot with the no, word I was, double. I was still looking at Grimbergen <laughs> to see if if I missed something because I thought I saw an N in the middle, but there, there wasn't. So I didn't. Grimbergen Double, La Trap Double, Saint Bernardus Pater Six. Trappists Rochefort six, which is what we have, mm-hmm. and Westmall double. Yeah, those are the the, the the one that. Geez, there is a lot of uh, a lot of words that I don't know how to pronounce in here. That's okie doke. <laughs> well, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's just okie doke. That's just okie doke, there, don't you know? Ah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So I got a question for you, man. I would love to hear it, and maybe. What kind it. of malts do you think they're using in this? Uh, the ones that they told us. Okay. Yeah. No. This beer specifically. So <laughs> okay. They they said uh, traditionally it's like Belgian pilsner and sugar syrup. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, they they gotta have caramelized sugar syrup in this. I would assume. Because we've got quite a bit of yep. caramel flavor in there. Yeah, but so I, I assume they're using well, that. But and like, it's a very light body. Yeah. So there's definitely the 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 sugar in there to thin it out. Like the carbonation definitely helps give it that more medium. Right. But like when you when it flattens out a little bit because you've poured it twice and then shooken it around a bit, <laughs> uh, it thins out quite a bit. I'm trying to think, like, should we go just a ridiculously simple, uh, like, malt bill on this and just do Pilsner and sugar? I think that'd be a good idea. You want to try that? Yeah. Because it does say that it it has an impression of complex grain bill, but no. Basically. Yeah. I mean, typically, traditional versions are... Belgian pills with caramelized sugar syrup. And that's it. And I feel like this beer probably follows that traditional route. Oh, hang on. I got the wrong. Belgian double. Okay. Hey. How what what percentage of sugar should you think we should use? That's a hard question. So what's what's our what's our color range? Color range SRM to ten to seventeen. Okay. I'm way over. Let's drop this down here. Well, you know what? No, I'm using the wrong sugar here. Let's go this way. Add caramelized sugar syrup. Oh no! Not twelve pounds. Not two hundred pounds. <laughs> Two pounds. Thank you. That's a lot of sugar. And then let's bring this up. Because, well, that puts us way here. Let's drop this down, maybe. Sorry. Thinking out loud, guys. All right, so I'm, I'm looking at the candy sugar, and right now my ABV is just a little too high, so I'm going to drop it down, And but I don't want to my drop my, my SRM to go down too much. All right, I think I think I have something. All right, let's hear it. Want to know what you think? All right, well, we'll work on it. Ten pounds, Belgian Pilsner. Mm-hmm. One and a half pounds, Amber 
candy sugar. Amber candy sugar. Sounds uh sounds bright. That gives us a estimated original gravity of ten sixty-three. Mm-hmm. Um and an estimated ABV of seven point one with an SRM of twelve and a half. Okay. That fits our numbers. Alright, uh hops. Hops. Uh what are the examples listed there? So, Sazer type, English type, or Styrian Goldings. Let's do Saz. We've had good luck with Saz. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We use uh, American Saz because it's cheap. Well, that that works. It's Sazer type. Don't yep. matter. Right. That'd be fine. Um, and what kind of IBUs do we want here? We want IBUs 15 to 25. And that's pretty much all just going to be a 60-minute edition yeah. on that because that's... Just for bittering. I like this beer that it does not have any hop flavor. I don't think that would work well with what's going on. No, no, you wouldn't want that at all. No. All right. Um, so one and a half ounces of saws at 60 uh, will give us 17 and a half IBUs. Beautifully. Um, okay. So then the most important bit the yeasty beasties. The yeast. So we need Belgian yeast prone to production of higher alcohols. I'm going to go to the Y yeast website. Ah. Yeah. That's super good. Use idea. all of the tools at your disposal. Yep. Beer. Beer overview. No, beer explore styles. There we go. Belgian ales. Filter. Belgian double. Belgian Duval. style details. They have the exact same sentence. What? For history. Originated at monasteries in the Middle Ages and was revived in the mid-1800s after the Napoleonic era. <laughs> Somebody copied someone. <laughs> right? We're not going to say who. Oh, you know what? What about Belgian Abbey-style ale? Let's go with that, then. That right? sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the perfect yeast. Belgian Since Abbey. that's the beer we're making. Uh, Belgian Abbey-style yeast for a Belgian Abbey-style ale? Seems right. All right. Man, if this finishes down as low as it's going to say, it's going to be kind of insane. What are, you, what are you looking at? Like... Somewhere, well, it's estimating a 7.2 off of 1060, so you're looking at like 10.05. That's a little low. It's going to be insane. I like it, though. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like how simple this recipe is. If we can get nearly the complex flavors that we're trying in here out of this simple recipe, I'll be ridiculously happy. I will be, too. Hmm. It's good. That's a good beer, and I'm, I'm yeah. excited for this uh, Just to style. recap, uh, grist is 10 pounds of Pilsner, real simple grist. Then in the boil, we're going to add one and a half pounds of Belgian amber candy sugar. Uh, then boil uh, at 60 minutes, one and a half ounces of Saz hops, and ferment with Belgian Abbey 2. Or no, Belgian Abbey yeast, sorry. I had two in here because it was the closest thing I had to Belgian Abbey. Cool beans, man. Cool beans. All right. Just, I think that's... Is that all we got to do today? I think that's it. I mean, we, we actually don't have... done working for the day. 
Do we actually get to start drinking now? Wait, wait, no, it our seems, job is drinking. Seems unreal. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, uh, thanks for uh, tuning in and sticking it out with us through all of our shenanigans. Uh, make sure you check out our other shows uh, every yes. Sunday. Well, almost every Sunday. We do the Department of Events live. We have a real awesome slate of guests coming up that I'm really excited about. Uh, in the next few weeks, we're going to have... revival of the guest coming up. Yeah, well, and it's going to be just a slew of brewers, too. So yeah. it's really interesting, interesting to you guys. Uh, we're going to have Mike O'Hara from Swinging Bridge at the end of November. Actually, the... Uh, the week after this episode comes out, I think, is Mike O'Hara. And then December 2nd, we have, uh, which is a Saturday. So December 3rd, or no, we're doing it live Saturday night. Uh, December 2nd, we have uh, Mike Fredrickson from Pitchfork. We're doing a Vanilla Rose Vertical. Ooh, so you guys are going to want to tune yes. into that one. Uh, and then sometime in later December or early January, there's a new brewery opening up in Hudson, and uh, they're going to be joining us as well. That's the Hoppin' Barrel. What's, so. uh, oh, where's that going? Well, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, <laughs> so make sure you guys check that out. Uh, if you like music, I highly recommend checking out our music show, Soundwave. Soundwave. Uh, Rick and I used to co-host that one as well, but thank God we don't do that anymore because yeah. that was not good. <laughs> it's not. No. It is good with the new Yeah, the new it, well, the new, new old original, folks. Yeah, new old folks. You know, it's Matt and Carlos every week. They dive into a theme. And explore music news and every other week, isn't it? Every other week, every that's other right. Week. Every other week. Uh, and then, if you like Dungeons and Dragons, check out Tabletop Theater. Uh, that's our D and D show. So yep. check that out. Uh, if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreoncom studios or click on the Become a Patron link at the bottom of our homepage. Every little buck helps. If you're doing any Amazon shopping because we all know Christmas is coming up. Head mm-hmm. on over to BlendedStudios.com, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. Do your Amazon shopping as normal, and you get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and choose an email at feedback at BlindedStudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BlindedStudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.